What's up, everybody? Welcome to Yaga Rambles. And back after a half a year of no podcasting. But, uh, you know, life gets you sometimes. You know, when you've got a 19-month-old boy and a pregnant wife and you're working and you're moving and uh, things just seem to prioritize themselves above the rest, right? How are we doing? had a hell of a week, not gonna lie, I, uh, you know, this last year and a half of my life has been a shit ton of change, as it is, I'm sure, for all of you, you've gone through the ringer the last couple of years, right, you know, told you to not go outside, you know, you're gonna kill your neighbor if you didn't wear a, a paper mache on your head, and if you didn't get a, a shot, you were, uh, um, you didn't care about anyone else but yourself, and uh, there's that, uh, so that's a lot to handle anyway. And then there's uh, you know the war at home, which is the biggest war, right? You know it's not out there, it's not on the internet. Uh, five red heifers, biblical prophecy, end of the world, the rapture's coming. I go, yeah, or you can just get destroyed in your own house. Family, man, family. The war is always at home. So anyway good friend of mine, a mentor, was killed yesterday on a motorcycle accident. Sounds tragic. And it is. Kind of taken back by it. At the same time, if you knew this man, you knew he loved riding. And he, you know, he had a lot of health problems the last like eight, nine years. He literally went through the ringer in terms of the medical world. You know, they told him he was going to die years ago. He's still around. And uh, so all those cancers and treatments and things like that didn't take this man out. But doing what he loved, he liked riding a lot. He's a really good musician, hell of a father. He had three boys, you know, three men now. I mean, they're all in their graduated high school or 20s. They're, and uh, he's a good man. And... As crazy as it is to say he got taken out on a motorcycle accident, I'm kind of grateful he did because it's probably the way he wanted to go out, not like, you know, getting poked and prodded at the doctor's offices, you know. And that's how I look at it, too. If I ever got sick and the doctors are like, let's inject you with some poison and see what happens, I go, I'll take my chances and just turn to something natural or just accept it that this is it. Because, you know, one way or another, you're going to die, right? That's always, it's, it's inevitable, folks. But people cling to life as if though it's everlasting. And it might be. I don't know what happens when we die. I believe in God. I believe that I didn't die of alcoholism for a reason. And I'm still here now. Although some days I don't want to be here. Because, like I said, it's been a hell of a week. Uh, and then that news yesterday was just... You know, sometimes it takes tragedy to pop you back into reality and stop worrying about things. <laughs> Just accept it, you know. This is God's world. Accept things in God's world. Nothing happens by mistake. And in my experience, there are no coincidences. So, 
Rest in peace, my friend. I will miss you. And I'm really glad that I didn't call him about something. And uh, he was able to go to our wedding. We got married back in June, and he showed up with his wife. I got to meet his lovely wife, and it's the first time I met her. And uh, it was really, you know, took the time. You know, that's the thing. Anybody that takes the time out of their life for you, regardless of what it is, if it's just personal time, time is time. You know, if you're at work, respect that person's time, you know? You don't have to do that. Man had a lot of other responsibilities going on in life, and, you know, he didn't have to take the time out to uh, mentor me, and he did. So with that, I'm I'm truly grateful. And, uh, you know, I sit here and I, I just reflect on my own life and how much good has happened in the last couple years, you know? A lot of people have been taken away out of my life, but that's for a reason. Not by death, but just... You know, God removes things that just aren't good for you anymore. And uh, it sucks because I grew up kind of loyal to people. Right? Yeah, even if they're tearing you down, stick with them. And there's truth to that, but at the same time, I don't think people want... I don't think people want their souls to be salvaged, you know? They're, they're, they're accepting, like, yeah, just ride this wave out in this world and have a good time. You know, drink, do drugs, fuck people. That's what it's all about. I go, not really, man. I mean, I did all that. <laughs> and it, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. It was fun. But it always felt... I always felt hollow. Something was missing. Like, family, man. I, I, got, I got a son now, a second on the way. I just... There's something, you know, just being a father is great. Watching my, my boy... He's such a bright kid. You know, we're going through the tantrum phase now, you know, where I have to understand that everything that doesn't go his way is a big freak out. And in my world, there's no big deal. But I'm also not 19 months old, you know, so he doesn't understand that. And uh, got to work through that stuff with love and understanding and have patience, you know, patience. It's one thing that always eluded me in this in this world was patience. And I have patience for, I don't have patience for adults, let alone children. But when it's your own child, you got to take a step back and realize that they're not going to be what you want them to be in that moment because you want to be okay, you know? They're going to, you just got to let them be and guide them through it as best you can, right? And show them through your actions that, you know, this is how it should be in this world. So, you know, it's just been a, man, what a rough time. We moved beginning of August again, and uh, I love my new house. You know, it's great. We got a nice piece of property here. I'm on over a third of an acre. I got a big old yard, and, you know, it's beautiful. It's quiet. There's no neighbors for 100 yards on either side, nobody across the street. I like that. <laughs> I like having community and people in your life, but I just don't like people living on top of each other. I never, I never understood that. Who wants to live in a honeycomb? You know, and they're trying to get everybody to live in a honeycomb, just sit in these apartments like, you know, oh, it's great because there's a the pool here. It's like, what? Why? And, and then the the uh, the rent for a little apartment is asked, just just through the fucking roof to live. 
And that's good life? I don't know. I think if you trust God, it's good life. Not, I don't think. I know. Surrender, man. This is the only reason I have what I have, and I'm grateful for it. And I'm able to not be devastated by a loss of somebody I knew that I was close to, but accept it with grace and feel what I feel and then know that it's okay, you know, because it is. And I don't fear that. And, uh, you know, I'm going through any other pains as a new father. I'm learning, learning more about myself and about my son. You know, sometimes you have these ideas of what you want your kids to be, and that's just not it. You got to go with it. And I'm learning that. My, uh, my son, you know, is just, he's a joy. Giggly. He's got his little OCD thing already, too. He takes little things. He puts a little lid on it, puts it away. He takes his little cup when he's done and throws it in the sink because he's not tall enough yet to reach the sink. So he'll kind of toss it in there. He knows it goes in the sink. You know, he can go get his shoes. And like I said, go get your shoes. He go get his shoes. He wants to go outside and we play. You know, it's been nice out. I hate fall. Here we are. Uh, grateful that it's at least a nice October day. You know, it's been sunny out and that's nice because I know fucking come November it's going to be wonderfully crappy for about a good seven eight months <clears throat> so you know but i gotta i go with the seasons you know i feel like a part of me is dying in the fall that's what it is things start dying leaves start dying another cycle of life starts dying every year then you go into winter everything's dead and then it comes to life in the spring that's why families are important. You're you're only alive for so long until you have kids, and you're you know and you're alive again. And uh, kids to me are you know it, you, you're you're creating a world if you live it if you live it instead of just you know everybody wants to and I I was tricked by this too the, the fear of uh, what's the point society sucks the world's going to hell just do what you want. <laughs> Let's all just get some coffee and cocaine and some alcohol and blow each other. And why even bother? Why even bother? And that's not true. No, it actually is. If you actually live it, you're creating generations. It'll take some time to turn this uh, this shithole back around. Like a generation or two. Like my grandkids are going to be pretty solid. Right now, it's like, oof, we're in the, we're in the crescendo the end times, right? The cashless society, I'm a mark of the beast, and I am going to chip you until you say more. It's interesting. It's very biblical going on right now. I believe it, but as biblical as it is for the things that are happening in the societal terms, I look outside and I go, well, the sun's shining. It's a beautiful day. The birds are shining. That damn mouse ate my toilet paper. That son of a bitch. Seriously, I, ah, these mice. And I don't like poisoning them. But now you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's yeah. See that the mouse doesn't care. Like there's no. I think we're just going through a change, and change is painful. And when you ascend to the next level in your life, it's painful. Because there was a time I thought just hanging out with my friends and drinking and partying on the weekends and us all living close, we're going to do that forever. Shit's boring. It's boring. I want to learn something else. Like, you know, I 
I've been baking more. I, I, I made pumpkin bread for the first time. Turned out really good. I mean, I, I don't want to eat too much sugary crap because I get paunchy and then all of a sudden, you know, I got to do a little extra to work it off. But, you know, I like to bake, especially in the fall and winter time. And it's, you know, I just, I realize that sometimes, you, you know what you got to do in this world? You just got to pause. Just step back. Stop stop thinking just because you're doing stuff, you're okay, you're not. You're just spinning a hamster wheel and running from something. You just got to slow down and be and feel it and embrace it and let that wave hit you hold take a deep breath hold it and then it'll come you'll you'll get out of that wave and that's what i went through right now man i'll be honest i am i'm burnt out (laughs) i'm burnt out with all the uh, things my family's been going through like i just i'm I, i gotta just listen and be like calm just be cool for a while just relax Take it easy. It's going to be all right. It is all right. You know, it is all right. Like I said, it's a beautiful day. October 2nd, dude, it's like going to be uh, 68 degrees. I mean, in October, the sun's out. It's nice. It's nice. So I get to enjoy that a little bit. And now I'll see when my my friend's funeral is going to be because I got to go back home for that. And that's going to be, you know, an interesting time. Hey, Lily. My dog coming down the stairs. She can't stand being alone. Come on, Bobby. Come here. Come on, baby. Yeah, you are a little goof dog, you. Anybody want a free dog? No, I'm just kidding. Nah, I love it. Inherited these dogs from my wife. Uh, but I love them. Oh, animals. They know, man. They just, they get it. All you gotta do is feed them. Be their master, you know? And they'll they'll turn to anybody who gives them the food. That's right, Lily. Go sit down now. Uh, so yeah, it's been just I, you know, when you're just you know your cup's full and it's got to be drained, man. And you just just gotta rest. And that's where I'm at. I just gotta rest. And that doesn't mean that you're being lazy. That doesn't mean that you're resting on your laurels. It means you just just rest for a little bit. Just be, take it easy, relax. Everybody always, fucking world, go, 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 go. You know, know, nothing's going to change the outcome of this world. You can prepare all you want, you're still going to die. Just relax. Don't let the fear, fear is not a good motivator. Not really. Healthy fears, right? But not... Like constant fear, and now, uh, yeah, like I said, I just I'm beat up, I'm worn out. I'm done with giant changes for a while. Like I'm here, and this we're in this new place for at least a couple years. Like till wherever the one day at a time, guys. You never know where this world's gonna take you, and uh, it's just. It's just goofy. Like as you can tell, I am not as energetic or as funny. Cause I'm just you know, I'm just there, man. I'm in pain. I'm in pain. 
And not like a pain where I'm like, wow, physically, yeah, but I mean, just, all right, I just got to be, man. So don't beat yourself up if you think you're not doing enough, because you're probably doing more than you should, actually. And never let anybody else take you down from that, because that's what evil wants to do. It tries to belittle you in your own home, and it could come from your own family members, and they don't even know that they're doing it. It could come from your wife or husband or whatever, your kids. Evil just taunting you, wanting you to give in. And you know, he gets the best of you sometimes. And the only person you get left with is you to blame. That's why I just go, you know what, God? Help me out with this surrender. Give me the strength to get through this. I don't want it. And, you know, it all works out. You know, my life, the last couple years, everything has worked out so beautifully. That's why I am grateful for every day. Because it can go away in a heartbeat. And, you know, it felt like that a week ago. And you, you have to accept life on life's terms no matter what. No matter what happens. Just accept it. If you can accept it, it's not, I'm saying it's not going to feel great, but it will be less painful in your mind because the mind is where it all lies, right? The mind is where everything is telling you something is or isn't. But does it line up with the reality? Like I said, I look outside. It's such a beautiful day. October 2nd. Beautiful. And I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just want to be, like, I just want to enjoy my house. I just want to relax with my family. My wife got, you know, God bless her, but she just wants to fill our lives with shit. <laughs> like, always thinks we have to be doing some activity, if, and that's living. I go, there's so many fun activities you can do just around the house, you know. Don't understand why you feel the need to leave the house all the time. Who does that? Like, why, you know, you work really hard to have this home. And I don't understand the people that want to leave that home constantly. Like, I'm bored. That's a childish program mindset from our infiltrated evil culture. That's what that is. You built a home because that your, your home should be your sanctuary. You don't want to leave your sanctuary. Oh, man, you should get out and do stuff. I'm not saying never leave. But I'm saying every opportunity you get to leave doesn't make sense if that's your sanctuary you know what that tells me if you're that person who's always constantly wanting to go out all the time every time they gotta you know gotta take a vacation gotta go out on the weekends and do something fun means you're running you're running from the reality of your life and something that you just don't want to face and you think that fun thing will fill it for that time being because you haven't made your home your sanct your sanctuary your home should be your sanctuary. You should be able to come home and just be like, why would I want to leave here when this is my peace? I'm at peace here. I don't like leaving home because I can't fucking stand people. I can't stand the general public. I'm grateful I live in an area now <clears throat> not as heavily populated with not as many uh, retarded folks because I just can't stand people anymore. Like I don't want to, I hate the public. I love individuals. I always have. Like, if I get to know you, you know, I hear where you come from. That's great. But, nah, I just can't stand it. I, I, I'm done. Like, it's not a time right now to be like, oh, well, you know, just accept. Dude, we're in the 
<clears throat> spiritual war of our lifetime, it's not a good time to be cold or lukewarm. You gotta fucking be on fire all the time. And that's the other reason I'm burnt out. Is like, I haven't been touching the fire. I kind of pulled myself away from it for a little bit there. And, you know, it's like, need to take it easy, man. <sighs> there is a spiritual war going on right now. Whether you want to believe it or not. And it isn't even necessarily out in the general public. It's in your own fucking house. <laughs> when your wife sits there and she thinks, I want to do something good. We don't do anything. And you're like, what are you complaining about? You can't be complaining. You gotta be grateful, folks. What you got there is an attitude of un ungratitude. It's not even a word, but ungratefulness. Right? You know, if you think you deserve more in your life and you don't appreciate what you have, why would you get more? You think like if you get to that level, you're going to be all right? No, because you're running from the obvious, which is yourself. And you need to reflect on that self and just pause. Otherwise, doing all those activities, they're going to be hollow and meaningless anyway. You won't be able to enjoy them because your fucking mind is going to be worried about that thing that you're running from. And you think if you just sit here in this moment and you go to the pumpkin patch and you take some pictures that, oh, it's going to be fine. And, you know, I don't want to scare the ladies too much because women need to be calm. And you got to keep women calm. It's like Bill Burr used to say, like a rescue dog, just it's, it's okay. Everything's fine. Because <laughs> women freak out. Oh, jeez, man. You sexy son of a bitch. Stop. Just stop with the culture, ladies. Okay, just stop. Stop. I wonder sometimes if women get tired of like battling all the time. Like, do you ever get tired of battling? Even with all the physical things women go through, pregnancy, periods, you think you think they'd be like a little less bitchy, you know, just by the physical physical things that they have to go through. Men were much more calm, cool, collected. You sound thick, this Matt. Comparing us, I'm. A, it's an observation, guys. Shut up. People in all your labels, sexist, misogynistic, hypocritical, dude. Your words are nothing. You don't even. What you are is you can't look at yourself and see your demon. Your demon's right on your shoulder, and you know if you look in that mirror, you'll fucking see him, and then you have to face it. And you don't want to do that. So then you look at me and go, you're an asshole. You piece of shit. No, no, no. You're a demon, and you need some exorcism. It's Halloween time, guys. Don't you know all about the witches and what? Yeah, look at that Hocus Pocus 2 coming out after 30 years. Dude, it, what trash. That, even the original movie, you're like, it's just a movie. I'm like, dude, witchcraft is real. I don't know why people like laugh at it like it's all hokey fun. A hocus pocus, it's just let's have some fun. It's real, guys. Witchcraft, wizardry, spells. It's real. It's not just like, oh, I'm just going to put on this costume and pretend. No, 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 no. You're literally doing what evil wants you to do. And evil uses spells and witchcraft. Dude, why do you think you're in a spelling class to learn to spell? It's the words. That is spelling. When you read it, it goes into your mind. 
It changes your thought patterns. That's why books were powerful. That's why movies and TV, the, the portals that you're looking at right now or listening to on this device, it's powerful. Okay? You have to not pretend that that's not what it is. Okay? Spelling. Spell this word. Spell. Spell. Oh, that's not the same meaning. You need to look up the origins of words. Okay? Get yourself a thesaurus, a Latin dictionary, and look up where all this shit comes from. It's pretty obvious. But you don't want to do that. And you don't want to know why? Because ignorance is bliss, and that's okay. You're gone, and I've realized that, and there's just some people that are on the level, but say they're on the level, but they're not on the level because they don't practice the shit, and they're not willing to do it because they're like, well, I don't want to piss anybody off right now. I go, you're the one who said the mask was stupid, but yet wore it out anyway and took a picture it put it online and go, I'm blending in with the rest of the fags. You should have just said no. And that's okay. I don't even know what I'm ranting about now. Probably because I'm in pain. My good friend's dead. But that's life. Right? People won't always be there. But you know who is always there? God. Turn to him. He'll help you. He's helped me. I should have been dead eight years ago from alcoholism, but I'm not. I'm still here. And I don't say this stuff to tell you what to do. I go, it is what it is. It wasn't me who did it. It wasn't someone. It wasn't a it wasn't a therapy session. It wasn't a rehab. None of those places. Those are all evil places. God. But everything that I went through was a, to get me to where I'm at today. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for knowing my friend. God bless him and his family. Fucking legend. Man's man. He was the the right kind of balance in a man, which was not afraid to speak up because he didn't want to ruffle feathers, but also knew in the back. Like, that's what we need in this world. Men like that. Men like my friend who just died. He... There are no fuck... Like, there's rarely any men like that anymore. Nobody wants to rock the boat. Nobody wants to. And the people rocking the boat are the women. And the thing is, women can't handle it, guys. Because they get corrupted even worse than men do from the power. And then they're fucking... Then they're off into demon land. Adam and Eve, baby. Adam fucked up by letting Eve do what she did. And we're all fucked. Whether you believe that story's real or not, look at it for what it is. When the men are away, the women will gravitate towards anything that makes sense. Instantly. That's why men, you gotta constantly hammer your women with truth and love. Love them. Loving truth, which is hard sometimes. Not give them what they want. Like, yeah, she wanted to get a massage, so I paid for it. No, that's not love. You think it is. You've been programmed that. It's not love. It's not. Okay? It's bullshit. Real love is telling your woman, like, don't fucking hang out with that person. It's a demon. You know? <laughs> anyway, I, uh, feels good to rant. 
you know, stop watching Disney. My last my last podcast did really good. It was about how Disney must die. And it's like, you know, I sit here and watch these old Disneys. And Dis- Walt Disney was a fucking wizard. Just a, like, a high-end wizard. I don't know his intentions, if they were good, evil, whatever. Or maybe he didn't even know he was playing the part. I don't know. I just know that there were lessons in some of those old cartoons. And then after he died... Walt Disney, the, the 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 name was infiltrated. Once something is no longer in possession of the person who started it, it is now in possession of the entity of evil. Okay, darkness has taken over. Same thing with Disney. When Walt Disney died and his brother didn't have it anymore, Michael Eisner took over in the eighties, and then you just saw all the rapey shit start happening with the kids. You know, the Little Mermaids and the Lion Kings and all this shit. And then you got now, which Disney comes out and pretty much says, like, we're going to try and make your kids gay. We're not even hiding it anymore. Like, it's obvious. Like, there's not even a secret anymore. It's not. It's just right there. And people are like, that's great. That's a good. That's progressive. That's a progressive society. We should go forward with that. Sexualize the kids. Like, what? Are you out of your fucking mind? I'm. I'm. I pretty much tell my woman, like, I don't want my son around anybody. <laughs> so I want my home to be my sanctuary. That's not healthy. To think of that, this is the only part of the world that they live in. I go, no, no not when there evil's everywhere. I go, yeah, it's especially within you. It's not just out there. You're born with it. You're born with good and evil in you. It's there. And it can be drawn out by visual behaviors. And you can be influenced, guys. That's why it's called influencers on your stupid fucking social media sites. I'm an influencer. That's right. You influence people to do stuff right or wrong. Right? Evil tries to do wrong. It's pretty obvious. Hey, you know, you don't, you don't need your wife. Why don't you go sleep with that fucking girl? She wants to make you feel good. You're like, why would I want to do that? My wife makes me feel good. Or, you know, it's something else. Like, hey, you know, you see that guy? You you want what he has. You got, you want, why don't you want him? You want a better car? Oh, he's got more money than you. Don't you want envy, lust, greed, sloth? Evil's always pecking at you with these things, guys. The seven deadlies. Always pecking at you. You have to be mindful of it in your own life. Especially your own life. In your own home. Not necess- And the world doesn't help. With all the imagery and the the programming and the ads and the constant shit from the fucking magic boxes. And yeah, I get mad. I get mad at the world. I do. I get mad at what we've become because I grew up with such a, like, ah, I grew up in front of a TV. Like, let's be honest. My whole generation did. And then now this generation didn't even have a chance. They grew up with fucking smartphones and iPads. and They're not even listening to mom and dad. They're just looking at the screen. And you did that, mom and dad. You let that be just so you can have that moment, so you can have your cocktail or let your wife jerk you off underneath the table because you needed a moment. And don't get me wrong. I've had those thoughts too where it's like sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be around my son. And I'll admit it. Like, But it's a selfish reason because it's a lot. But overall, I'm going to protect him from that evil. And he, uh, the evil that's out there to influence the evil that's within him is what I'm talking about because it's there. Oh, you know, you don't need a wife. You just want to fuck everything that moves, right? Dude, as a man who had a promiscuous past with women, and I thought that was a good thing, it's so gay and feminine to, like, fuck multiple women. It was fun. 
And there's lust, right? You know, you want to see a woman, you're like, yeah. But what the harder long-term road is to be with a family, raise a family. That's so much more redemption in, in there and godly, man. Raise kids to not be degenerates, but like good, loving, community, helpful, service people, you know? Grace of God, let them be. And I'm not perfect, you know, I, I don't, I'm not trying to preach to anybody here. I'm just, I'm sling blading my thoughts right now because I've just, I haven't done it in a while and I realize I need to do it more because this was my, you know, podcasting and YouTubing for me, it all started off, honestly, because I saw people venting their opinions and I wanted to vent my opinion as well. And then I did what everybody did, like, oh, the top 10's popular. And then I just started talking about what I wanted to really talk about with my no-nonsense live stream, which was, like, the truth. And now I don't. there's no going back. Like, I talk about the truth of this world. You're influenced by evil constantly through movies, television, books, spelling of words. MAGA is even a, a fucking spell. Constant witchcraft and witchery everywhere. Warlocks, war, wizards. All that shit's real. But they try to fluff it up in the Disney movies. Hocus Pocus. It's, oh, that movie's dark as shit. You got women, which is true. They try to suck the life out of children to live longer. That's a real thing. Uh, ask Sandra Bullock what she does with little baby penises on her face. And people are like, she's so wonderful. I loved her in that movie, The Heat, or whatever it was. It's like, no, man, these people are fucking wicked evil. And after the last two years, you got to step away from the evil. And if you don't, you know who you are. I know people who have stepped away from the evil and they're like in the trying to be righteous. And then there's other people that are just like, no, I'll just keep watching it, even though I'm aware that, you know, this probably was connected with some kind of porn ring. I don't know. I'm going to go. <laughs> My whole solution is just watch out for the influencers, guys, because you can be influenced by the light and the darkness. And the darkness is knocking every day. And it wants you to give in to it. And you know, I'm guilty of that. You know, where I'm just, I give up and I go, oh, fuck you. It's up. That's the darkness winning. The light is to be like loving no matter what. Act as if Jesus would, you know. Act as if you love that person. Act as if. So with that, God bless my, my buddy Bob and his family. He's a good man. I'm going to miss him. It's like a father to me. You know, I love my dad, but you know, there just some things my dad wasn't good at. And Bob kind of filled those gaps for me. Just the things that you need from your dad, which is that I want to be for my sons, which is be a mentor to them and not be afraid to come to me for wisdom and advice on life. You know, guidance. That's my whole purpose. And I've realized that that's what being a father is guiding your kids. It's not disciplining them so much and getting them to sit up straight and have manners. It's give them the tools to guide them through life and be good, good men. You know, if you got boys, men, daughters, find a good man to take care of your daughter. <laughs> Show her what a good man is. 
and then vet him out to make sure he's going to be a good man to your daughter. God forbid if I ever have a fucking daughter because I will be that guy who just sits there like, no man's good enough for you, sweetie. No man's good enough for my little baby. However, I do believe that, you know, like I said, my friend was like, he's my mentor. Filled the gaps that my dad didn't. So he's like a father to me. And uh, I, I appreciate that time. And see, you just never know how much time you got, guys. So don't squander it over petty stuff, is what I'm saying. Stupid shit that you fight about at home. You know, the dumb things that just build resentment and get to the level of the fuck yous and that anger that you can't control. You gotta get that shit under control. Ask for help from God, not from a fucking therapist or your psychiatric medication. God. Ask God for help. And it may not be the help you want, but it'll be the help you need. Don't take yourself too seriously, guys.